0: Hey, it's Chef Carla and welcome to Show Up Fully. This is a podcast that shares what it's like to show up for your real life, the magic and the hot mess, plus actionable tips and journal prompts for you their short podcast snacks and full-length interviews with creatives and entrepreneurs about how they show up in their lives. If you don't know me, I'm a food stylist and content creation coach. You can find me, Chef Carla Contreras, across all social platforms and more information in today's show notes. I am so excited to have My friend, my Pilates teacher, Patricia Pinto, we met a million years ago in Brooklyn at this yoga studio. It was called Go Yoga in Williamsburg. I feel like it was like 2011-ish and we literally became fast friends ever since. Patricia, you do so many different things. I would love for you to introduce yourself and how you serve the world.
1: Well, first of all, thank you for having me. When when you talk about Go Yoga, I think of like, it used to be like this little hole in between like a Thai restaurant and in Williamsburg in an area that's now so fancy and beautiful that the spot probably doesn't even exist. And it's definitely, it brings me back to a really magical time. And um, with that said, I feel like my introduction would be that I am, First, maybe a yoga teacher since I've been teaching yoga for the longest time. And I, and, and that's opened up into a lot of entrepreneurial kind of programs and, and, and trainings that I do. So I have Lila Flow, which is my, you know, I co-founded, which is yoga teacher trainings and Pilates trainings, which is the training that you did. And then I do... Love Surf Yoga, which started with me doing retreats with like my yoga teacher friends. You know, our first one, my first one was 2014. And now I've done about 50 yoga retreats. I know. And now I'm transitioning so that I just organize the retreats and teachers go instead of me. Um, and then um, personally... I'm a yoga therapist. I'm a meditation instructor. I teach meditation for the United Nations, actually. And, um, so I teach meditation for the refugee, the employees in the refugee camps in a bunch of, um, different programs within Africa. Um, so that's a big passion of mine, meditation, Pilates, obviously, and ther- therapeutics. I think, uh, you know, from a yoga teacher to now I consider myself a yoga therapist. With that. You uh, do a from, lot. I know from the yoga therapy, I also became really interested in the shamanic work, which we talked about briefly before we even started recording. And the shamanic work is, um, I've studied under uh, one teacher in particular, but two teachers um, in the, it's like South American shamanic energetic work that I have found from a skeptical eye to be really powerful and life changing. And with that is it's like where I am today.
0: <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing to watch, you know, we've been friends for a long time and to watch your journey because you document this through Instagram as well. Like all the things that you're learning, all of the trainings that you're going to, and that it's like, it's like a constant evolution. And you're always, I feel like, you know, learning, there's always something to learn. There's always something to, I don't know if we're like looking at an onion, there's like layers, right?
1: And you're very similar to me. So I feel like you're always doing that too. Yeah. I think it's just having this, uh, curiosity. I'm, I'm always very curious. And if something sparks my interest, I kind of like want to know all about it. And then if, if I don't like it, then I just, I learned all about it and I let it go. But if I like it and I find it powerful and, and that it serves, you know, it, it's something that I want to share that I feel it's useful, then I keep it, you know, so. Same. Same. Yeah, I think it's similar to you. <laughs> yeah, Same.
0: I feel like I, I learn a bunch of different things. You know, obviously, people are listening to this. I'm a trained chef, food stylist, photographer. I mean, the I list can go on and on. I did Pilates teacher training. And I feel like You know, yes, you take what you like and you just leave the rest. Like, I mean, that's really the philosophy of it. I would love to chat about food. What was your last meal? And now you're in Miami, so I'm curious.
1: Well, this is so random because you would think, like, well, you know, as a New Yorker, that like I've been through this whole, you know, new change moving here. I actually moved here and I found that the food in New York was healthier than the food down here. Isn't that crazy? What? I think it's like the Latin influence. Like, it's like empanadas everywhere, right? Empanadas are deep fried, or I mean, they could be baked, but mostly they're deep fried, you know? And it's like, I don't know, I felt like maybe because in New York you walked around and there was like juice press everywhere. And anyway. So I now all I do is cook at home. Oh wow. And I know all I do is cook at home. And my last meal actually was my lunch and it was a taco it was tacos made with grass-fed ground beef, corn, cotija cheese and almond flour tortillas. <laughs>
0: Oh, that sounds delicious.
1: Pretty yummy. Because I've I've so had good. to really change. I, I've had to consciously just like cook and, and, and eat much more healthy. I think also COVID too, like after COVID, the eating out, it just never came back to me anyway. So now I just cook a lot. <laughs>
0: That's so beautiful. I love that. I love that as a practice too. I yeah. feel like it's... For me and you know this I have a cooking meditation album like I feel like there is a process that. in this Yeah <laughs> thank you I want to talk about showing up and the reason that I named this podcast showing up fully is that we are asked in all these different and we listed some of the spaces like spirituality wellness business entrepreneurship uh, relationships all of these different spaces we're asked to show up, but no one actually defines what showing up means. And I would love to know how you define showing up and the ways that you show up in your life.
1: You know, when you, when you brought that question up, I, I, the first thing I thought about is that you can't show up unless you prepare. And prepare is what it takes for you to be present. Right. So, you know, everything from, uh, for me, a routine is really important and honoring that the routine that I need to have this routine for me to feel like myself. So, the routine of going to bed early, eating healthy, you know, having time to do the little things like taking my dogs for a long walk and their habits, routines, you can call them rituals. So showing up means that i have to be conscious in how i am treating myself so that i can show up because i feel that when i do that it's it's when i feel myself and and i feel really good when i when i am in my body and i am very present my my decisions, my, um, interactions, I feel like I'm fully there. So in short, I think the answer is why do I do, how do I show up fully is prepare for showing up fully, just really taking care of myself. And that's not just me like, oh, you know, doing the rituals too, but it's like, what is important to me and make sure that I have time for that. And that also includes like, my, you know, I talked about my dogs. I mean, they're right here. I'm looking at them right now. But it's like, for me, yeah, you know them. And for me, it's like spending time with my family is very important. Spending time with my nephews and nieces is very important. Going to the ocean is very important, things like that. So uh, it's making time for yourself and the things that are important to you. Because otherwise, you can't show up fully.
0: At all. And I do feel like, you know, the type of work that you do, whether it's yoga or Pilates or working with one-on-one clients or shamanic or like any of these different things, you are a space holder for other people, regardless of what you're doing with them. And I feel like being that space holder, and this is just for me personally, you know, I talked about this on another podcast that I was like, I have like a laundry list of things that I do to show up for myself. And it might seem like it's a lot to other people, but for me, all of the things that I do in my life, like, I I love that you said that, that you do these things so that you can feel fully yourself. Yeah. And, and what's important to you and what do you define as important? And I, I really want to emphasize that and like underline and circle it. Like, what does that mean to whoever's listening to this right now? Like, what does that mean to you? What's important for you to feel fully present in yourself?
1: Yeah, exactly. So if it means, That, you know, for me, waking up really early is very important because feeling rushed and it makes me feel very uncomfortable. So whatever, whatever that is, it's very personal to everyone. So the things that you find very important to you. And it's not about keeping yourself like from doing the things that don't work for you because Life is life, and sometimes things are going to happen, you know? But if you have an idea of how you can um, work with what you got, you you will still be able to show up for yourself no matter what is happening. No, show up fully, not just for yourself, no matter what is happening.
0: Oh, this makes me think about the Pilates podcast that I did. Mm. It's about and I'll put a link to that. I talked about the Pilates training that I did with you. It really makes me think about therapeutics Mm -hmm. and it makes me think about like how Pilates is literally for everybody and that you can make it work for you. Like, it really makes me think about what you said during teacher training that, you know, these poses can be done by every single person. And the way that you use therapeutics is what makes it accessible.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and in thinking of your life in that way, like how can I make this work for me today? What have I done? You know, what can I do? And and going back to feeling yourself cuz when I feel myself is when I feel when when I am able to to connect and execute in a way that feels really aligned. I know you know what I mean, because there's like this really, when, when you are constantly like, you know, you do many things and you're doing so many different things. It's really important to feel aligned with what you're doing. Otherwise you're just like a robot doing from one thing to the other, to the other, and they lose their meaning. So this, way of thinking, what do I have to do today? What can I do? What I have today? Where am I today? How am I going to show up fully today? I have these tools. Okay. I can do this It kind of works in that way.
0: A hundred percent. And I feel like this also ties into, I'm in your meditation group for this month and you gave us a journaling assignment. Oh yeah. That, can we talk a little bit about that? because yeah. I feel like this is in alignment with what you're saying. I would love for you to explain it to people that don't know about this. I'm practice. glad that you liked
1: it. Um, I love it. it's called the six time book. And I was introduced to it in a teacher training that I did in 2011, actually, um, with, uh, Kelly Morris, who now she does like a meditation called, do you know her? Yeah, I
0: remember we were talking about her training back then. Yeah,
1: back then. Yeah, it's like you know, it was such a long time ago, but it it was a uh, in the training we had to do this book, and it was the book is it's called the six time book, and it's basically an, a daily practice of setting an intention for yourself and visiting the book, the journal six times in a day to reflect on how you have worked towards that goal. And then at the end of the day, you give yourself kind of like a little gratitude affirmation for uh, to seal the practice. And then the day after you start over. It doesn't have it's really powerful when it's the same thing for a long time. Right? So let's say joy, you know, that that's a very broad one, but Uh, finding joy on the, on my day to day. If you work on how you're finding joy and six times a day you reflect on how joy is showing up or how you're seeking to find joy. I mean, imagine doing that for three weeks straight. You're going to be a happier person after three weeks. You know, so it goes with everything. It's like you could do different intentions every day but it works better when it's the same intention for a long time because it's it's that saying that's like you know you are what you think what you you think what you do you do who you are i don't whatever however that saying is it's like i don't even know people say anyone from the buddha to gandhi to you know the Dalai Lama has said, I don't know who said that quote, but it's like this thing where it's like, what you think you do, what you do, you become. And it's just that.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. And oh, I Oh, it's do... so cool you're doing it. Yeah, I am. I'm doing it. And I, and I, I like this looking for the one thing because I feel like, um, I did a course in miracles, teacher training a couple of years ago and for one full year I looked for the miracles and I feel like I'm I'm on the verge of restarting that journey. Yeah I feel like people's lives change when they do the
1: Course of Miracles.
0: It is a hundred percent life changing work. And you know I feel like as as you were talking I'm like ooh I'm gonna put look for the miracle. Because if I could look for the miracle six times a day, now who knows what that could be? You know, it it could be that I have a nice glass of cold water next to me. You know, yeah. that it literally is a miracle. It is a you miracle. You know, when people don't exactly. have water in the world. Like, yeah, it oh, 100%. Yeah. It literally is a miracle. So. I'm going to report back to you what this, what my practice looks like. But I do feel like anybody listening to this, that this practice resonates, you know, what is that one thing that you want to look for? What is that one feeling, you know, that you want to embody? Like, how how life-changing is that?
1: Yeah. And and then think, because, you know, this practice, is it's not a new practice, but they usually do it like during the new moon and the full moon right? But this is like the most uh, popular one, or maybe once a day, set an intention every day. Or if you go to yoga, they ask you to set an intention. But if you're sitting with this intention and you visit it six times a day, it's really, really powerful.
0: This is so cool. Yeah. I'm going to shift into asking you what you do when you don't want to show up. And because you work with clients,
1: Mm-hmm. I want to
0: ask you to because I all right I know that you have gems here and even <laughs> myself I will throw myself out there did not want to show up for that teacher training and yeah. I did a whole I did a whole podcast of my resistance to Their Pilates resistance. <laughs> to Pilates teacher training so I would love to know personally but if you want to throw in you know client because you are such an incredible inspiration. And I feel like, well, thank you for being my teacher. Oh, I really appreciate you because it, it shifted my life in a very powerful
1: way. Well, thank you. I think like, what do I do if I don't want to show up? There's been times in my life where I literally have not been able to show up right? Because of grief, because of life, you know, curveballs that knock you down. And it's important for us to, to say no, right? But know why we are saying no. And, and standing behind it. Right? So it's, 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 there's a thin line between I'm feeling A, B, and C, uh, let's put, um, I didn't sleep well last night, and I have four clients today, which, ha- which has happened to me. And I, I just told you, like, I have this whole thing, like, I need to sleep, and because I like to be there for my clients and classes and stuff. So let's pretend that I don't sleep well. Um, then comes this, this question, like, I don't want to show up because I'm tired. And I'm not going to be there in my best self. So what can I do to shift to my best self? So maybe it's canceling one of those clients. But it's not all of them, right? It's maybe giving myself a nap in the afternoon so that I can then go teach my last two classes of the day or lead the meditation that I need to do in situations that are like that it's pivoting right covid is a pivoting huge lesson for everybody including like you know for leila flow and and everything that we did but then there are times where you really if you can't show up like again the the bigger things it's it's being okay with that so that you can take the time to heal So that then you can show up, right? Because there's gonna be different there's gonna be different levels of um, density to not being able to show up, right? So it's knowing where you are in that scale and, and 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 just being responsible about it, right? It's not responsible to your clients only. It's being responsible to yourself, too, honoring what you're feeling, knowing that there's a balance between resting and being lazy. I feel like this is like, as a you know, I love Netflix and binging Netflix and, and staying home and, and relaxing and, and cooking. And, and I've really been able to look at what it means to relax or to be lazy and then being okay with that too. Right? So identifying where you are in that scale and then tweak as needed. If it needs if you need a week off because you just need it's it's something huge, then you take a week off. If it's something that you could perhaps work with and and know that you're just being like a resistance type thing, it's recognizing that resistance. And that only comes from practices in which we inquire. You know? Constantly inquiring. Where am I? What is this? What's my boundary? How does this make me feel? How how am I contributing to my community? How am I... Um, feeding into a situation uh how can i make the situation better there is so much inquiry that comes behind what i just said so it's a lot of mindful it's like a it's an opportunity for always being mindful
0: ooh i love that it is an opportunity to always be mindful i think that that's so powerful and it's a beautiful way to look at it i want to ask you because I know that shamanic healing is part of that journey too. And I feel like this plays into that healing and knowing where you are for the deeper things. So I want to ask you, because I know that you approach this from a skeptical lens. Yes. And can we
1: talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, so, you know, the shamanic work that I do, uh, you know, as a, yoga teacher, then Pilates teacher, teaching in New York City, you know, private clients and Equinox with 60 people in every class and just like this, like very active, heavy, you know, retreats and traveling and trainings and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, my mom passed away and and I literally could not show up any longer like I didn't have it in me. I I actually didn't want to talk to people. And that's all I do is talk to people all day. So this retraction then allowed me then allowed me to to acknowledge that I was in the deepest depression I've ever been in my life. You know, I was cuz when you're going and going and going, if you're depressed, like so you you have responsibilities, right? So it's like I'm depressed, but I have to teach. So you show up and you teach. I I slowed down. It was because I couldn't physically do it anymore. And doing during this time, realizing that I was very depressed, my hair was falling out. I don't know if you knew that. But I feel like we're, we've on and off talked for you know, so long. But my hair was falling out. Um, I had just moved down here to Florida and my money situation was horrific. <laughs> so I was very depressed and like in, in, in just going through different, really challenging things in my life. I was gifted a session with um, my teacher who now is in Australia. Uh, but I was gifted a session in person with my teacher And it was such a powerful experience. Because after my first session, it felt like I had cried for 20 hours, which is maybe what I needed to do energetically, or I don't know, that's just how how I feel it. And I also felt this sense of that I hadn't felt, you know, when you're depressed and even in somatic psychology, like depressed people round their shoulders, their heart sinks back, their chin is tucked in. I literally felt like this expansive quality to how my body was. And I continued to go to these sessions. And then after I healed, then I decided to study what this technique was because it was so powerful to me and there was this it it was heavy-duty observation from rock bottom to the subtle things that were changing and then to now like because whenever I explain to you know clients when I have new clients and it, it, it doesn't happen in one session but a lot can happen in one session But over time, what's happened to me is that I feel like a completely different person. And not different in a way that I'm another, you know, Patricia Pinto. But it's like, it's more like the layers have been peeled. And now it's like me. But that was far away. So... From a skeptic to saying stuff like this, I'm really proud to have taken the steps to train into this work because I would have never thought that I would. Unless, you know, I had to go through it and experience it. And and still to this day, I like sometimes read things on like social media and I'm just like, Oh, this makes me cringe. So I don't want to be that person that makes other people cringe.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your journey. I am so so honored and so grateful that our paths crossed in Brooklyn many many moons ago.
1: I know, I'm so I'm so glad that it's it's so inspiring to see everything that you do and it truly is, you know, you say like Thank you. It's like I say thank you. I everything that you do is always so outstanding and and like we were talking about that really uh that podcast that you talked about the Pilates training and how it changed your life and you're so honest in all that you offer and it's so it comes from such a good place that it's so well received and and I receive it with an open heart every time anything that you do it's just so inspiring and beautiful and and I'm so glad that you do so much too because I feel I'm sure you get it from like your students too but it's like you really have something special and beautiful to offer to the world so thank you too <laughs> oh my goodness
0: Patricia, how can we work with you? How can we find you? How can we support you?
1: So I think patriciapintoyoga.com is probably like my overall where I post about my retreats and Leela Flow trainings and my meditation circles. It's the it's the because otherwise, so it's LilaFlow.com for my trainings, lovesurfyoga.com for my retreats, and patriciapintoyoga for like, it's almost like my, my blog. Like, so I tell you I'm going here, I'm doing this. And so all those three, if it's not a lot,
0: (laughs) that's perfect. And I'll put all of the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: Thank you.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in to Show Up Fully. I am your host, Chef Carla Contreras. You can find me, Chef Carla Contreras, across all social platforms and more information in today's show notes while you have your phone open, please leave a review on iTunes or Spotify. This is how other people find this show. You could also send this as a text, an email, or post in your social feed. I really appreciate your support. Sending you and yours love. Bye.